Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for his purpose. Enjoy the message. Welcome, Chosen Girls, to our Chosen Podcast. I'm so glad that you're able to join us today, and I'm so excited to have Jersey of Blackman here today. Actually, she is the owner of Rhapsody Counseling and Wellness Center. She is a licensed clinical social worker. I know her very well because she's been in the church for a number of years, and actually, I've even been with her when we've talked to some people and prayed with some some girls before and seen her in action and know how amazing she is oh, and uh, and how much help she gives to to women well I was it was you and I talking to a woman but not just to women but also to guys and I'm just very excited about this subject too because I know it's a subject that especially that we are seeing a lot of in our younger kids yes. and I think I think the whole uh, the whole mental health and this whole topic became huge during COVID. Yes. That's when it really came to the light, mm-hmm. even though anxiety had been something that plagued, can plague uh, many, you know, women, children, men, women, all of them and all ages. I think that really during COVID and after COVID, it was really brought to the forefront and people really started thinking more about mental wellness and Mm -hmm. being well and healthy, right? Mm -hmm. I would have to agree with that. I was actually thinking today about that. I think the fact that introverts um, felt at home during COVID, but extroverts had a really difficult time adapting to having to isolate or being alone and not being able to see family and friends. And I feel like that really heightened the anxiety that we saw amongst a lot of people, not only anxiety, but I think mental health generally. Um, depression became really um, into the forefront as well because people are now home and and unable to contact other people and talk mm-hmm. to people. Um, I feel like that really exacerbated a lot of mental health issues or brought it to the forefront. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'm sure that you saw that in what you do, mm-hmm. uh, just probably an overwhelming flood of all yeah. of it coming from, because really um, you didn't hear about it or talk about it. Right. You didn't, t- even though it was out there, mm-hmm. you didn't talk about a lot about depression or anxiety until mm-hmm. all that happened. And then all of a sudden, it's not like, oh, it just happened. It's been there all right. along, but it increased greatly, Correct. exponentially. Mm-hmm. And then you started hearing more and more about it, about the effects of anxiety. So anxiety, or even though today we're going to talk a lot about just a specific age group, which is generation, what we call Z, and that's 13 through 25, anxiety looks the same. Mm -hmm. Correct? Correct. Anxiety looks the same whether, you know, you have a four-year-old, five-year-old, or a Mm 99-year-old adult. Even our animals can experience anxiety. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I have a dog that experiences anxiety. I wonder what to do to help my dog. I know. Rick found these little things that, because my dog gets anxiety uh, when we go to the vet. Okay. Right? And so, and I always pray over her and everything else, but I was getting her some dog food and I saw these little thing, this calming thing. And Rick, he picked it up and he goes, what is this? Is this? And I said, 
It's no, it's not a treat. It's something I'm going to try the next time we go to the, to the vet. But you're right; even animals can have anxiety. Separation anxiety. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I pray over her. <laughs> Separation anxiety, or just going to a, the vet. They can smell. They can sense. Mm. Or even if you're leaving, if you're uh, packing, they can sense that something's happening. If there's an argument happening, they can sense that there's something off. Um, and even that's why we have pets at our at Rhapsody. We also have pets. Yeah. Oh, good. Because they can pick up on your emotions. You do? Yeah, we do. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> girls, you heard it, heard it here first. <laughs> you can have your pets at Rhapsody. Yes. I didn't know that. And I mean, pets are like people's children now, right? Mm -hmm. They definitely are. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely have seen that with my dog. And I'm sure some of the, you that are watching or listening to this yes. have seen that too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's just talk about some things about anxiety. Yes. Um, well, there's four components about, uh, four components of anxiety. So let's talk about that a little bit. The first one that you mentioned to me was biological. So yes. you want to elaborate and tell us what does that mean? So I love to um, educate my clients about these four components because I think it takes away the stigma and it takes away the feeling of what's wrong with me. Right. So, um, so there's a biological predisposition. And what that means is that if mom had anxiety, right, there's a genetic connection. There's a genetic, there's a gene um, that if mom had anxiety or dad had anxiety, so there's a biological uh, predisposition to anxiety. Um, and so science shows that sometimes it's just in your genetics. It's just in your genetic makeup. Interesting. Um, and so we can blame our parents. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like you want somebody to blame, blame your parents. Blame your parents. But then you can, you know, but then, hey, once you do recognize it, you get help. Exactly. And somebody like with Jersey or at Rhapsody, and you pray, and you can break that generational exactly. curse, right? Exactly. Yeah. Then the first that. step is becoming aware of it, right? Yeah. I think in some generations, it was really, it's silence, right? It's not talked about. You right. just knew that mom would freak out about things, right? Or mom uh, was really, uh, would get really nervous, right? But there wasn't a name or, or a, a label to it. And I think now that we talk about it, like you said, it's good we, we become aware of what's happening. And then we now know that we can break those generational curses mm -hmm. of anxiety. And mm -hmm. we don't have to, you know, if our parents experience it, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we will ex experience it as well. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said, you know, we put a name to it. Mm -hmm. And that is so important too, that like you said, this of, like you said, oh, I could have seen that my mom or had an aunt or a grandmother and they were like, that's so, I don't understand that behavior or what's yes. going on. But putting a name to it is mm -hmm. so important because that's just identifying it. Then you know how to address it, both in counseling and getting help, but also spiritually yes. in addressing it and praying over it and speaking directly right. to it. Right. Where before you're like, okay, you're fighting like you're boxing, but you're just boxing in the mm -hmm. air and you're not hitting the target. Mm -hmm. You're like, wait a minute. That's this what is this what it is. is. And we're yeah. going to name it and we're going to speak against it it's, or pray against and it. And pray against mm -hmm. it. And yeah, that's so good. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. And what about psychological? So psychological is basically um, your personality type. Okay. Right? So it could be that you are more of an A-type personality. So it's like you... It, you have things must go a certain way for you, or um, 
me, right? <laughs> or you need things to look a certain way. Or um, maybe you are the oldest child or the middle child or the youngest child, right? And so that that psychological, that's also a psychological component, right? How were you raised? Was there a lot of pressure in your household, right? Because um, let's say you were the oldest child and mom said that you were in charge of all the children. You had all right? these expectations. You had all correct, okay. right? And so psychologically, you became feeling like you are responsible, right? You have to take care of your mm. younger children, your younger siblings, wow. right? And so you took that onus on. Um, and so that can affect, that's your personality, that can affect your personality type. And so that'll make you more anxious, right? Because I have, to, I'm responsible for my younger siblings, right? Wow. I have to make sure they're okay. I have to make sure that they eat or they do what they're supposed to do, right? Wow. We see it also with middle children, right? It's like not feeling, I'm not the oldest, but I'm not the youngest, right? And so I'm here stuck in between, right? Mm. And so we see a lot of some anxiety with the middle children as well. The younger children, not so much. They have other issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you see, you see more, it, you see it more with middle and components. older. Mm-hmm, and okay. those components. Because it's your psychological makeup. Okay. Um, and the, the next component, your social environment, it yeah. affects your psychological makeup, um, which is what we're kind of uh, talking about as well. Right. Um, yeah, I was thinking about somebody who, that, you know, have these uh, expectations of like how they did in school. Yes. Yeah, that that can, that, okay, you have to make certain grades, yes. you have to achieve in school, you have to be, uh, and I personally know some, you know, somebody that, that's like that, that um, I had to measure up, I had to make certain yes. grades, and, and I had an older brother, and they were really smart, and then I was getting compared to them, yes. and I had to measure up, and just this anxiety about, uh, like, I've got to prove mm -hmm. that I am worth something. i got to prove that I'm worthy. That's where they get their validation mm -hmm. is from their grades and what they do. And that mm -hmm. put this whole pressure, like you said, yes. anxiety on them. So, boy, I like the example used about the siblings because mm -hmm. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen it, too, in school about, you know, you, you have to do this. Or some, I've seen this, too, that some people... Um, you know, that I've talked to with their kids, their kids will just shut down. Yes. Right? They'll just mm -hmm. shut down because they're like, well, I couldn't measure up to that. Even though they're really smart and they know, the parents know their potential and what they can do, mm -hmm. but they shut down mm -hmm. because they're like, well, I, I because I'm not going to be perfect mm -hmm. or measure up. And I definitely have seen that more with firstborns and middle children for sure. Mm -hmm. But that's so interesting, right? Yes. So when you're saying psychological, I can definitely see yes. that. It's like a performance anxiety. Which then puts you into the social because if they shut down... Yes. They shut down everything. The environment. The yeah. environment, the mm -hmm. whole thing. And so I can see how such psychological and social can go Connect. together. Yes. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. any that's really interesting. Anything else about social? Oh, well, social, yes. Yeah. So the environment that you were raised, right? Were you upper class, middle class, lower class, right? Um, was there a lot of violence in your home? Mm. Um, so we've seen a lot of individuals who maybe had domestic violence or in the, just in their surrounding or even in utero. Oh, yes, yeah. that's so right. So it, it didn't have to happen while they were born. It could just right. be in utero right. where mom so is releasing this 
cortisone in her belly, you know, yeah. in her body yeah. um, as she's uh, carrying this baby. Yeah. And then the baby has anxiety when, wow. when they're born. So even in utero, um, wow. they're affected. There's actually a study, and I love to share, there's a study with children that were in utero during 9-11. Oh my goodness. And how that generation um, has ha struggled with anxiety. Interesting. Because the moms who were carrying them released that cortisone, wow. which is one of those uh, genes that, right. yes, the hormones that release anxiety in our body. Wow, that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I hadn't thought about it in that way, but I've thought about it like when we've prayed for uh, like babies or, or, or even younger children in prayer, because we've been in ministry, you know, 38, 40 years, whatever it is, a long time, <laughs> no longer, 38 years here, but before we moved here, uh, we've been in ministry probably 48 years. But anyway, um, that, you know, prayed through uh, children before and or gone through ministry with them in which in a way, they're going through ministry when they come to Rhapsody Counseling and Wellness Center that you're getting to some roots and you find out some things that were going on yes. in the mom's life yeah. or in the what was going on in the home. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, then you know how to minister to them. And then us as ministers know how to pray for them. Yes. And to pray and break some of those things off and bring healing into their little spirit, mm -hmm. like you said, that they were babies in utero do mm -hmm. pick up things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so powerful. Our environment really um, plays a factor in anxiety in our bodies. It sure does. Yeah. Well, Even if you were, you know, raised maybe in a in a um, neighborhood, I like to tell the story like I'm from New York. Uh -huh. And so, you know, we we either had to run home or pick a gang. <laughs> it's like oh, you wow. you were either a blood crip or you know or a part of a gang or you had to make sure you get your your tail home really quick. Yeah. Um, and so that can create anxiety, right? It's an environment sure. of you know of is something going to happen? Like you couldn't play outside certain times because you're afraid that something's going to happen, right? Wow. And so that that's an anxiety-producing environment, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so and it could carry on exactly, exactly yeah, for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then spiritual is the last component. Yes. So spiritually, I like to use Proverbs. Um, I believe it's Proverbs four. Yes. Okay. Proverbs 4, 23 and 27, where it teaches us to guard our gates, mm, right? Yes. And so our eye gates, right? Our ear gates, right? Um, what we hear, what we see, what we do, where we go, where we walk, right? It's important to guard those gates. Why? Because it it affects our heart. Yeah. There's an, that's an entrance to come into exactly, your life. Yeah. Exactly. And so sometimes we, we see, we're watching certain things that we shouldn't be watching or we're listening to people uh, speaking negativity mm -hmm. or... Um, speaking down to us, right? And that affects our heart. It affects how we, and where do we carry anxiety? You feel the palpitations yeah. in your chest. You feel it in your heart, right? Yeah. Um, so it's important for us to be aware of what we're listening, especially that generation, right? 13 to 25, for right? Sure. It's like, There's what so are you listening much out to? There, yeah. yeah. Where are you going? Mm -hmm. What environment are you in, right? Mm -hmm. Where are you walking into? Um, what parties are you walking into? Who who are your, show me a company and tell you who you are, right? Like, mm -hmm. who are the people around you? What are they speaking into your life? Um, what are the, you know, 
podcast that you're listening to? What's the music that you're listening to that you're feeding into your spirit, man, mm -hmm. um, spiritually? Right. How is that edifying you, right? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it causing us anxiety to increase in your life um, or to even depression to increase in your life? So just being mindful of those spiritual gates um, so that we're important. not allowing things in. Yeah, and that is so, so important spiritually, mm -hmm. you know, to guard your heart. That's what the Bible yes. talks about. Yes. The Bible tells us to guard our heart, mm -hmm. you know. And so we want to, you know, that's something you endeavor to do. And it's yes. like to be careful, you know, and when, you know, Generation Z and that, they're not thinking, they're like, oh, this is just fun. It's like, no, 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 it's not. No. You don't, you know, you don't understand the position you're putting yourself yes. in. I remember even when our girls were teenagers and they would say, well, I'm going to do this or go here. And I'm like, no, you don't, I don't want you to do that because you don't understand that what you're putting your spirit, yes. opening your spirit up to. Mm -hmm. And you want to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be very careful mm -hmm. with that. So I'm so glad that you brought that out. Yes. What you hear, what you listen to. Mm -hmm. is what, so, you're watching. what you're watching. Mm -hmm. yep. Where you're walking. Where you're walking. So important. Thank you for bringing that out. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's try to guard that, people, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and our, help our kids and that, yeah, that younger generation because it is a lot of, hey, you know, renewing your mind and saying, no, mm -hmm. no, this is not. And, you know, guard, no, that's, and, and listening to positive things because they certainly yes. at this generation do not need to be hearing anything more negative because it's just negative out there anyway. Yes. And I think there's such an identity crisis with oh, yes. that generation because this generation, because... They don't know who they are because they're looking all around trying to figure it out instead of it's like, you know, I had a mom talking to me and they were talking about something that their child was doing. And so, well, you love your child unconditionally. Mm -hmm. I said, but the way, because they're like, how do I pray for them? Mm -hmm. I said, you need to pray they find their identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't, that's where they've got to get their identity. They're yes. just looking at the this, like you said, what they see, what they've watched, mm -hmm. what they're hearing. And they're like, okay, this. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. Yes. You need to get your identity. Let me tell you who God says you are mm -hmm. and what his word says you are and yes. how he made you. Yes, and speak life into them. Speak right? life. Yeah. Speak because, life. Because of some things that we've seen, I think we've become desensitized Absolutely. to certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what this generation is being exposed to all the time, all the time. constantly. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. They have been desensitized. Mm -hmm. So, yes, speak life, speak life. That's yes. clear scripture. Mm -hmm. And we get to choose life yes. or death, mm -hmm. blessing or cursing. So mm -hmm. let's choose and speak let's life. Choose life. Let's yes. choose life. Okay, let's talk about some types of anxiety. Yes. So there's a generalized anxiety, um, which is basically just a, a fear or an anxiousness or an increased emotional, um, uh, what would I say? Just increased in emotional uncomfortability with a little bit of everything. Right, so it's not specific to anything, but you, your anxiety is just general. So it could be in school, it could be at work, um, church, just doing events, speaking in public, doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
you just feel anxious about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what we call generalized anxiety. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, more social anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so that's where may, some social events are really difficult for you. Um, so it's hard for you maybe to um, go to school, right? Because mm -hmm. you have to interact with kids mm -hmm. or peers or teachers, right? So you may not never, you may never want to talk to a teacher, right? You may mm -hmm. never want to tell the teacher that you're struggling in the classroom. Um, it's hard for you to order, right? So you mm -hmm. pull up at a, fa a fast food restaurant or you're in a restaurant with your family and you want your mom to order for you, mm -hmm. right? You don't want to actually speak to someone or, mm -hmm. or um, place your order. You feel silly. You feel like they're thinking, you know, like you're messing up or you're not ordering the right thing or whatever, whatever, because sure. our feelings, they're not facts, right? Yeah. But they, they're our feelings and they're yeah. valid. And they're the valid, yeah, <laughs> to us or them in time, yes. Yeah, so um, there's that social anxiety. There's separation anxiety, which we mm -hmm. mentioned a little bit earlier. Yes. Um, so some we see it even in little babies, we see separation anxiety um, where mommy leaves and it's like they, their world falls apart. Mm -hmm. um, it's really difficult for them. They think that something really bad is going to happen to their parents or their caregiver when they're when they're not in their presence. Mm -hmm. um, we see it in pets, right? Mm -hmm. um, we could see it in, in partners, right? It's really hard for you to not have this person with you. Um, you mm -hmm. feel like something really horrible is going to happen to them where they're not there. Um, and then we have phobias. Oh, yes. Uh, and so, you know, we all know the phobias, right? Afraid spiders of heights, spiders, or snakes. Or... Now, look, not that I'm afraid. Okay, I've killed a snake before, a couple of them, but I don't want them around. Okay. Me either. But that's definitely a phobia, right? I do know some people have those too. So some phobias. Yes, I, I had a snake in my garden, and I didn't go out there for a few days. I a don't few blame months. you. I don't blame you. And she has a beautiful garden, by the way. I did see pictures. I was yes. like very jealous. Nothing like fresh vegetables. Oh, okay. yes, yes. Um, and so we talked about those. And then substance-induced or medication-induced anxiety. Oh, okay. Um, and substance-induced, uh, we see that a lot in older children and maybe like 21-year-olds, you know, 20, 22, when they begin experimenting with various substances, be it marijuana, K2, um, we could go on and name all of them, but when they begin to experiment with certain things, um, that if, especially if there's a biological predisposition mm. and they use certain substances, mm. we see that it exacerbates whatever was underlying. Interesting. Um, and normally you mm. have your first, um, we call it psychotic break or first, you know, hospitalization or something to that effect at about that age. Interesting. Because they begin to experiment with different substances. Um, oh. And then we have medication-induced. So sometimes some side effects of the medications that we're taking um, can cause anxiety to increase in our bodies. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Gosh, when you were saying that, it made me think of somebody else, again, that I had prayed for before that uh, for them, it was uh, it was alcohol, mm -hmm. and um, they had a you know a problem. But um, it was kind of like, okay, you're one of those people that cannot take a drink, okay, not one, because they couldn't stop, you yes. know. And then then they would kind of go off the rails and have all this yes. anxiety, you yes. know. So, gosh, but when you're saying that, I was like, wow, yes. I've seen that. But I didn't, it's kind of, I'm sitting here as you're talking about and saying things. I'm like, oh, wow, that's what that, well, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely that can happen. Yeah. Well, um, we can say, we said anybody can be affected by anxiety. Yes. Everybody mm -hmm. has, it can. 
and not everybody, but it can, right? Mm-hmm. It can be affected. It can affect anybody. And how does it affect us? How can, you know, how does, like physically, what would it do? Yeah, so sometimes a lot of my clients, they they come in because they went to the emergency room first, right? They were feeling like they were having a heart attack. Oh, okay. Right? And they went to the emergency room and they did a whole workup, MRI, and they had everything checked. The doctor is like, there's nothing wrong with your heart. You know, you have anxiety. And it's like a shock right? Mm-hmm. They have no idea. But it can feel physically like you're having a heart attack. That's true. You know, when you're, uh, I've, and I've had many people say that, um, I've heard that, you know, had people in the church that we went to the hospital, thought I was having a heart attack, and they said it was an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. So yes. So yes. Yes. That's pretty, so, that's heavy duty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because the cortisone, the, the, the hormone that's released, um, and I love when we talk about the science part yeah, of it. So go the, ahead and talk <laughs> about that. That's really interesting. I love this. I'm learning some good stuff. But the hormone that's released, it affects us uh, physically, right? It can affect your health, right? Stress mm-hmm. is number one for um, how it affects your health, right? Um, so if you have excessive amount of stress in your life, right? If you're going through either financial stress, emotional stress, or whatever that is, it can affect you physically, right? So you have hypertension, mm-hmm. right? There's even cancers um, because we, we're just so worried and, and anxious for wow. everything, right? Yeah. Um, that it affects us physically. It's opening the door for the diseases and yes. things to come into your life. Yes. Wow. Yes. So we want to close the door to anxiety. Close those doors. Yes. Close the door to anxiety. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so... Yeah, I I didn't even think about that part of it, mm-hmm. you know, about how, so, you know, you start, you have this inside and then how you respond to it, it releases this hormone and the cortisol that comes in and then it causes all this stuff to all go on in your body. All this and havoc in your body. In your body, in your body. God made our bodies to operate and function in the perfection of which he created yes. and function and all together running like a, a machine. Yes. And then you did something that's like you put something in the, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, in the machine and stopped it, right? Yes. And then it causes disarray to yes. happen in your body. So yes. you want to bring your body back into, into alignment, alignment and into peace, yes. right? Yes. Uh, what about emotionally? Uh, or be, So that would be your behavior, how you would respond. It would affect your emotion. If it does affect, it can affect your health, mm-hmm. like we just talked about, but also your emotions mm-hmm. uh, and your behavior. Mm-hmm. So emotionally, it's sort of, it's, you know, you are... Uh, Avoiding certain places, right? Avoiding certain things, you're easily irritated, um, which is especially for that age group. That's how anxiety kind of presents mostly, okay. um, where it's this agitation, this irritability, um, just you know, not wanting to do anything or go anywhere, just wanting to be in their room, not wanting people around them. Um, that's you know that emotional. Um, that's how it affects them emotionally, right? It's this easily irritated, just um, frustrated, um, avoiding people, places, and things. Um, Mm. That's what we normally see. So between this age group that we're talking about, Generation Z, that's normally your first clue? Yes. Is that they kind of go in their room, they stay in their room, or they Mm -hmm. sleep, they don't want to get up. No, we know teenagers like to sleep. Besides the normal teenagers, besides the normal teenagers, they like to sleep. I think that's the best sleep I ever had in I my know, life. Right? I know. It's like telling my granddaughter, "You better do it now, right? Okay? Enjoy it now. <laughs> enjoy it now." 
I know. I always just saw, what time did you get up? Oh, 12, 12 noon. One. Oh, great. How nice is that? Right. <laughs> it's right. definitely, when you get to adulting, that's not going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But we're talking about not that normal developmental. No. right. But more excessive. Right, you just say their name, and they're like, "What?" Right? It's mm. this excessive um, irritability or um, excessive um, re refusing to go places or do things, or even maybe they played a sport before and then they no longer want to do it, mm -hmm. or they were um, involved in maybe something at school, maybe drama, or you know, or they were working a certain job and things were fine, um, and then they no longer want to go, you know, mm -hmm. or no longer want to show up. Um, something shift and it's excessive, right? It's, it's not reflective of the actual issue. So you, let's say if something happened at work and you're like, well, just go back to work, right? Like sure. it's the, the response is excessive to what actually happened. Okay. Yes. Like an over response, like, Correct. wow, that was just really like overreacting yes. to that tiny little thing. Yes. And then you're seeing that pattern or behavior for at least six weeks. Okay. At least six weeks. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good to hear mm -hmm. too, to know yeah. that if as a parent, to what to watch for. Yes. You know, to see that. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um I I mean this I'm learning so much so this is really great and I know it's going to help our ladies you too yes. with their kids so thank you mm -hmm. so much for sharing so we're going to take a break for just a minute and we're going to come back next podcast okay we are going to have Jerzya go through some techniques yes. okay and the science behind those techniques to help you with your children if you're seeing if your children or if this isn't just for your children but we're talking about wow. adults and young adults and all adults. These are things that, that can help you, that you can use to help other people, whether it be your kids or your friends or nieces and nephews or whatever, or for yourself or for your spouse or your friends. And so she's going to help us do that. So I'm looking forward to hearing about that yes. and talking about those techniques. So we'll see you in just a little bit and next month, actually. Okay. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting ChosenEssay.com. Be sure to follow us at Chosen Essay on Facebook and Instagram.